No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Uh, today we're here with Danny Lay, who luckily I fucking pursued some interviews today before I did the Lee, which... Man, uh, everybody does that shit. Yeah, how do you feel about that? Does it hurt? <laughs> it doesn't hurt. It is what it is, you know. Eventually everybody's gonna know it's Lay. Yeah, because my know? girlfriend's Lena, and everybody on Earth calls her Lena. How does she spell it? L-E-N-A. I would call her... I call you would Lena. assume Lena, right? Yeah. 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 But yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing is like, if you're going to have a name that's spelled in a traditional way, but mm-hmm. then tell everybody it's pronounced differently, it would be like me getting mad at people for calling me Adam and be like, no, it's Adam. Facts. But you know what, though? Lee, Lee Jeans, L-E-E. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Slay, slay. You know what I'm saying? Like a slay. Is, the way it's spelled but that's, the, is pronounced slay. Was that a combination of your first and middle name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my middle name is Lay. And then my first name is Danielle. So. Okay. And interest, introduce us to your brother. Brandon Bills. Bill. Hey, what up, what up, what up? Who you literally have a song out today with. This one. Yeah. Hey, look at their faces. Look at their faces. <laughs> That's crazy. So you guys are, what are the ages technically here? I am 24. I'm 27. Okay. Yeah, so everybody thinks I'm the older sister though. Every time. So you've been observing <laughs> your sister's come up. How's that going? Yeah. It's fucking wonderful. I love it. Really? I support yes, her everywhere she goes, anything she's doing. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Her big brother. That's beautiful. You know, yeah. the, part of the reason why I, oh, I was so excited about this is because, like, any interview that my girlfriend gets excited about is a big deal to me. And uh, she listens to your songs on, on Cam all the time. She, how cute. She was just really, really excited about it. That's fire. And also, look, look how colorful we are on the screen right here. I was going to say, it's like a whole vibe hey. right now. I mean, you're a little bit more earth toned <laughs> out. With, earthy, you got I a little know. more brown in there, but we're like Crayola box. Yeah, right? Like Crayola <laughs> box right now. It's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> Um, okay, so you guys originally from Orlando? Um, no, nah, I was born in Miami. Oh, okay, Miami. I lived there for ten years. So I was ten, then I went. Then we went to Orlando for like six years. Okay, and I've been out here for nine years. So right, kind of like you know a mixture of LA and like Florida. Overall, Florida <laughs> upbringing. Yeah, yeah, okay. I would say so. But, but do you feel like a child of Florida, or do you feel like more of an LA resident? Yeah, I feel like an LA resident because I was definitely a child, and then I came out here when I was sixteen, so it was kind of like. I learned, I grew up, like, you know what I mean? I turned into a woman, like. Right, you're coming of age years. Yeah, whenever people are like, oh yeah, I was born in New York, but I only lived there until I was six months old. It's like, yeah. okay, well, that's kind of irrelevant, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly, that's this one. You, you nah, feel like you got I, more of that? I, the thing is with me, like, I was born in New York. I came, I went, I moved to Miami at a young age, but like as a kid, I went back and forth with my grandmas a lot. And mm-hmm. like, I got like the New York, state of mind you know what i'm saying Thanks. like just like the hustle in me like and i just my I, we still have mad family in, in new Thanks. york so like that's what it is with me like yeah. i just got like the new york my new york mindset but then like you know with the the whole south and the cali vibe too you know what i'm saying like yeah our parents are, are raised in new york too so that's why we get it our whole team is really from new york yeah so. that's crazy yeah so did you guys grow up with a lot of musical and cultural influences because it seems like you come from a artistic background for mm-hmm. sure right yeah for sure i mean shoot our little sister she's a singer too so she's in a girl group bella dose so it's kind of just been always in us our, our mom was a, like a dancer and a model back in the day in new york and my dad his sisters like they sang in church and everything like that so it was just natural we just love music we're dominicans too so it's like always house parties dancing good vibes you know? Facts. damn so yeah. th- that environment was around you all the time but what about like on a creative event were your parents just like super supportive of you guys getting into all that yeah, my mom wanted me, my mom put me in dance when I was like 12, like dance training and stuff, but 
I wanted to play baseball. She was a tomboy. <laughs> really? <laughs> she was the father of yeah. the big brother So you rejected the dancing football. at first. I know. I did I did reject it, but obviously I got into it, and I loved it. So she's always been... They moved out to L.A. to like support us pretty oh much. so that's why you made the move yeah okay i was signed to a dance agency and like i was getting gigs and we just couldn't come back and forth so we were like let's stay in this one bedroom apartment for like a month see what happens ended up staying for nine years so holy shit i know were you aware that your sister was like a dance prodigy <laughs> hell yeah i mean since, since she was young she always liked dancing she actually <laughs> moved out to la before me i came like maybe three years after okay so like she came out here they came to pursue the whole dancing thing and then she became an artist, you know, she was dancing with a whole bunch of like different artists, so she became an artist after. Then when I seen like, you know, stuff trying to pop off, you know, I, I was like, you know what, let me go check out, let me go check out LA, you know what I'm saying? Because I used to cut hair on the side too, so oh. I used to like cut rappers, actors, nice. celebrity mm -hmm. barber. That's so, an underrated hustle right there. Facts. There's a lot of motherfuckers who just, that's how they're getting by and they that's got a lot a of different clout. They travel between important circles of rappers and it's, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's an interesting inroad into the industry. It's good yeah. to network. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't know who you meet, like cutting people's hands and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like it helped me a lot. You know, uh -huh. now I don't do that no more. Now I'm just strictly artists. Okay. Yeah. You left that one behind? <laughs> yeah, I left it behind because the thing is, like in LA, sometimes like people want to like you say you a barber and then it's like you an artist. It's like you know what I'm saying they try yeah. to put you in a box. That's so like, like me with so dancing. I, yeah, right. you know what I'm saying. So I just when I I came out here like four years ago, I left and I just recently came back like a year and a half ago. Mm. So since I came back, it's like strictly artist songwriter. Okay, yeah. amazing. So okay, when I say dance prodigy, is that accurate? Was there like a lot of hype around you and people realizing like she's really really fucking good for her age? Man, oh you know what. I would say I was really good for my age because I started dancing, like, training late. So I started mm. training at, like, 14, like, ballet and jazz and everything like that. And I was one of those kids that kind of just picked up everything hella quick when right. it came to dancing. So I've always sang. I was always singing. I have covers when I was, like, 14, 12. But I was always, like, hella shy with my voice, and I thought I couldn't sing. So then I kind of, like, when I moved to L.A., that's when I got introduced to, like, studios and, like, producers and, like, they were like, yo, what's up? Like, you know, shout out to my boy Yanni. Like, Yanni. we started working and, like, I just started finding, like, that I had a dope tone. Everybody told me, like, yo, your tone is fire. Like, it's really soothing. Like, you know? And then I just started playing around my voice, found the little, like, rappy wave, like, melody wave, and then, like, had, like, a dope falsetto. And I'm, like, just playing around with everything. And I found, like, everything I could do, you know? Was it tough to sort of, like, break past that idea of being a dancer? Because it's, like, obviously a very vital role, but yeah. then being an artist, it's, like, you have... It's it's like being a producer, and mm -hmm. then it's tough to get taken serious as a rapper. It's, like, yeah. it's weird how, like, in this day and age where it's so easy for people to have multiple hustles, awesome. it kind of gets looked down upon, and it's hard for people to take you serious. That's exactly what I went through, you know? Uh, dancing was paying the bills. Like, dancing was what was helping me just live out here, so it was something that I needed to do but I was about to go on tour with an artist, and then I had gotten reached out by labels because I was always putting music out, you know what I'm saying, even dancing with artists. So at that time, I got reached out by labels, and I was like, yo, let me just see what's up and, and, and see, you know? Mm -hmm. And I met with Def Jam, and that's when it was like, let's get it, my A&R. My and he like really like fucked with me, really liked my vision, really liked my style, and I was like, let's let's do it. I was reading something so, about that when you met with this first A and R, and they didn't like what you were doing at first. They thought oh you were sing song and too much, <laughs> and they liked it once you started getting a little bit harder with it. No, was that it how it went? It was the opposite. They oh. wanted me to be some pop Ariana Grande like. <laughs> right. So it was just like, nah, it definitely wasn't what I wanted to do. So that's when I was like, okay, that was the first label meeting I went to. Mm. So it was a hard like 
trying to figure out what I'm going to do next because that was the first experience I got and they wanted to change me off rips and I was just like, damn. Damn, that must have been such a weird realization. You're yeah. like, I'm over here feeling like I'm an artist and then my first label meeting, I realized that they're looking at me like a commodity. What? They were saying like, R&B's dead, like, uh. hip, like, no, nah, all this. I was like, wow. Wow. This is wild. But you didn't, <laughs> did that make you sort of like retreat and not want to continue to pursue things or? It didn't. When I had, I had two other label meetings after that. So then I met with Interscope and then I met with Def Jam last. It got me a little confused because at that time I was working with a lot of different producers. So I had a lot of different type of records. So I was writing, like I wrote the Dinero record for J-Lo. So that was one of the records I had in the vault of playing for people. Like, you wrote it for her? How the fuck do you get into mm -hmm. that game alongside doing all this other shit? You know, I kind of just like that, that I wasn't in mind, like writing it for nobody. I was writing it for me. You know, right. and that was just the record I did for me, and I ended up never using it. And the producer was like, "Yo, I showed this to J Lo, like they want it." And I was like, "Hell yeah, let's do it." <laughs> that seems that sounds crazy. Like it seems like it must be really hard to get mm -hmm. into the world of writing songs for J Lo. I'm assuming you like probably were impressed by being able to write for J Lo. Like, how the fuck crazy. did I just get into this position? I know it was crazy. I be getting compared like little little J Lo sometimes too. Just I was thinking that you probably hear Spanish, that. Spanish, yeah. I dance, you know. So I could see why they would like. Because, okay, there's a thing that happens with a label where it's like if you meet somebody and it's clear that they just are doing what they're doing and that's what you're going to be signing up for. But I could totally imagine that the label would look at you and be like, bro, she is pretty. She's cool. She's talented. She could dance. We are going to take this girl and just turn her into a star. Fuck what she wants to do. We are coaching her through whatever. Yeah. Well, luckily, like Def Jam, they let me do me. So mm. they really believe in me. They like my waves. So that's that's like... I'm great there. So. so you did like a bunch of different label meetings before you kind of like figured out who mm -hmm. you thought you could trust with your vision? Exactly. Yeah. I was kind of, I was in a group back then too. So it was like, we had just broken up and I was like hella sad, not knowing if I'm going to do music. Like, what I was the group called? <laughs> it was called Curly Fries. Right. Curly Fries. Yes. I know. Throwback. <laughs> Were you a big Curly Fries supporter at the oh, time? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm a big you know, I got to support everything she does as long as she ain't doing no crazy shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, we were young. We were like a TLC type of vibe. Like, we were real commercial and like fun. And, wow. That is fun. You know, we both danced and it was like that. Kind Do of you like. have any particular uh, affection for Curly Fries? You have it the Jack and Box? Jack in the box, they got pretty good curly fries. No, nah, man, I did not come up with that name, so don't even clown me, okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just wondering where it came from. I hated from. that name so much. I'm like, ah. Why'd the group break up, though? Man, groups break up, right? Oh, Drama, okay. like, she just, she just went up. She still do music, too, so. Okay. You, know. you were young, but did you think your career was over? At that time, I was real, I was real shy and, like, not really, like, when I had was in a group, it was kind of like she could like ha have her moments and then I'll have my moments. So I felt like more comfortable. So when it was by myself, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, let's, I don't know what to do. So I was definitely down. And then I ended up doing like this Bryson Tiller like comp compilation right. from his first album. And that like I dropped it on YouTube. I changed my whole hair. I changed my whole like Instagram, like everything, like after I got out the group. And I put it out, and it got so many plays on SoundCloud. It got so many like views on YouTube. And that was when I started getting like some clout for my music. So I was like, okay. It feels like whatever situation out. you end up in, you seem like you do pretty well in it, and end up mm. making good relationships and like impressing people, huh? Oh, thank you. Yeah, I try to, man. That's that's all it's about in this game is like being cool with people, having exactly. a good like 
good like message and you know so it's weird because that's that's the thing you want to tell people when they ask you like how do i get into the industry how do i Mm -hmm. like do this whatever it's kind of like well like how close you're standing to me right now and asking me the same question over and over (laughs) is probably part of the reason why it's not working out right now you gotta figure out how to fit in bro facts Facts. you gotta have the image too it just you know play you know just look good that's Mm -hmm. fine you got like a velour do-rag on right now yeah a little uh what's it uh He's swaggy. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot hot under these lights. I'm impressed. (laughs) I got a cute brother. Aw. That's adorable. (laughs) Um, Okay. But I have to cover this before we get into like your most recent project, which I I spent today in in LA traffic driving around listening Uh to. But can we talk about when you got the Prince cosign and exactly how that happened? Because that's Mm -hmm. kind of astounding. I didn't expect to find out about that today. Aw. Yeah. No, that was crazy. I was in a, I was obviously out here and I had just been dancing like with different artists like that. So I was 18 and he found me somewhere. He never told me what it was, but mm. he found me online somewhere. I got an email one day from his two dancers saying Prince wants me to commit, uh, submit a choreography video to his song. I sent him the video of me dancing to his song and like he replied and was like, I want you to write a treatment. I got a whole budget for you. Like make this video happen. So right. Breakfast Can Waste out there on YouTube. You can check it out. But That's crazy. Yeah. But it, and you, he was just... He was just like your friend. Was it pretty? Like, he was pretty much cool my friend level? after that. Yeah, like he he flew my whole family out to Paisley Park on a private jet. Like <laughs> on a private jet. Yeah, it was my what first the fuck? time. I was to meet Prince a couple of times. Yeah. even for Prince, a private jet is expensive as hell. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. Shit. Great performer. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. crazy. Super he would talented. perform till he was like till like five crazy. in the morning. It was wild. Right. Yeah. yeah. How did you feel when he passed? I was hella sad. Like I was just like, damn, I wanted to do so much and I wanted him to be a part of it. You know, because. But, you know, I always speak about him on interviews. They always ask me. So he's definitely a part of me. But I was just like, it was crazy to me. He didn't do drugs. Like, he didn't drink. Like, seemed like he was healthy. So it was just wild. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. I was listening to him when I was such a young kid. Yeah. It was just like, it was wild when he passed. Like, you felt like he was going to be around forever. Yeah, yeah. And like being close to like a legend is like, dang, no way. Like, fuck. Damn, that's crazy. That is crazy. So influential, like changed the game. So mm-hmm. many, so many different levels. Okay, so you signed with Def Jam, and then like, what is the process like before you get your first project together? Um. Well, I got real cool with my A and R too, and we just were like brainstorming. He really helps me out with just like building a a plan for like my my come out. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because I was a new artist still. Like, they signed me when I was at like a hundred k followers or something. And, like, I hadn't dropped anything, really. I had just dropped singles. So, like, all right, so let's build let's build a, like, foundation and what we're going to do because we really want to just build fans for you and, like, have that be solid because you could drop singles here and there, but then people will just know you for a single. Let's let's put together a project. So we put together our project, um, my project, Summer with Friends. That was my first little EP. And then um, just a plan, you know? And then I ended up going on tour with Tiana Taylor. Mm. So that helps me push that. And then right after, I dropped my album. So then I went on my own tour after that. So it was really, like, all scheduled out for me. And, like, everything was planned out. It's kind of... The plan. Because it's, like, you seem like you're, like, super talented and likable. But then at the same time, it's, like, how do you package that and present it? Because it's, like, in a weird way, it feels like the audience is so primed and excited for like new female talent right now but then at the same time it is it feels like this weird like matrix type thing where you're like dodging lasers in terms of actually mm-hmm. making people really fuck with a new artist like it's yeah. people are so weird have so many like built-in mm-hmm. misconceptions about what they're dealing with yeah well the thing is with me i think my like stronghold was dance too mm. i feel like 
back in the day that was Chris Brown, Beyonce, Aaliyah, like the artists that really like keyed in on dancing and like Missy Elliott, like showing that, like mm. being that a part of the brand. So I really wanted to like be the only girl, like really there's no other girl, even guys like dancing really right now. So I get to do that with my music and that was like the main thing and just showing my style and like my personality too so i feel like there's a, a lot of dancing going on but it's like people doing the woe in the bathroom <laughs> it's not yeah. it's not like the real choreographed like thing yeah. like when you watch your videos that's what always stands out is like this looks dope as fuck because it's like it has like real dancing going on yeah thank you Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Definitely. Um, okay, but on on your project, did you not know that Lil Baby was going to be the smash hit? Because it's like song number 11, which is not typically how you do it if you think it's going to be the single. Um, no, I mean, we put out the single first. Okay, that, but that was the single? Yeah, it was oh, the okay. single. Yeah. I don't know why we put it last. Yeah. No, it wasn't last. It was just sort of like sandwiched in like the later half oh, of the okay. album, which I was kind of surprised by because you got like the YB and Namir and YG feature like right at the front. Mm -hmm. I was just wondering if that was like supposed to be maybe like the, the hit. Single. Oh, that was the second single? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Is that always kind of like a weird thing from your perspective where it's like obviously you fuck with rap and stuff, but you're not quite a rapper and you have to like make the decision about putting rappers on certain yeah. songs and like that's going to bring in some audience? I think for me, it's kind of like I just kind of let the audience like pick. Mm. So for me, my mindset was just like we're going to see what people really fuck with organically like and just let people choose really. So that's honestly how it happened. Like. I, I figured Can't Relate would do really good, you know? I thought maybe, I thought Easy was going to do Fire, mm. you know what I mean? That's like an R&B record. So I have a lot of different type of vibes. So imagine, it could have been Easy that went crazy, and that's an R&B record. Or it could have been Can't Relate, that's a rap record. So it was just like, let's see what happens. And the most played played uh, second song was Can't Relate on the album. So yeah, and now I got Chris Brown on Easy Remix. Really? About to job, I'm about to shoot the video. I got rehearsal tomorrow. And the next day we uh, shooting the video, so... Who knows? That could just take it up crazy too, you know. So. That is crazy, yo. Mm. But that little baby song is like ridiculously huge. Like it's so. There's something about when you hear it, it just feels very familiar. Like it just, it just works. But you, you just wrote that by yourself, like. Uh, no, I, I wrote that with Jazzy and Vori. Okay. Jazzy and Vori. Yup. We was in the studio. Ism produced it. He showed me the 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 beat, and I was like, damn, this is crazy. I was like, how old are you? He was like 19. I was like, oh, you a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it started? That's literally how it happened. And then Jazzy was like, little baby. He was like, ooh, my little baby. And then literally <laughs> just like... We decided freestyling in and then went in the booth and just wrote it. Yeah. That song is like a comp, uh, like it's a compliment in a weird way too. I believe it that you wrote it, but like everybody when I was playing it today and stuff, like my friends who are like music industry friends were like, you think she wrote that? I'm like, I, I honestly have no idea. It seems like kind of yeah. like too good. Like, I don't mm -hmm. know, maybe the music industry is crazy. There's, there's a whole machine out there. No facts. I write on everything that I do, so... You never had like somebody deliver you a track. You never yeah, had the label I've, try to do that. Yeah, I've cut, I've cut like maybe two songs in my life, I, and I really like them. So it's it just got to be something that I really like love in order for me to do it, or even just time. Sometimes I'll be like, yeah, I'm gonna cut it, but then I just never get to it. I'd rather just start something new, mm. just write it, you know. And when you had a certain position, too, people just send you hella tracks. Exactly, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it's just like, too much. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No, that's crazy as hell. Cause like I'm friends with Juice World, and like now that he's massive, it's like massive producers just mm -hmm. send songs to like they want you to do this song, and he's like not really that interested. Like yeah. it's a weird position to be in. That you get really successful for your songwriting, all of a sudden people don't want you to write your songs anymore. Yeah. yeah. 
crazy. They're trying to get it. They're trying to get that hit. Do you always have the mentality that once you got popping that you were going to help out your brother or like other members of your family? Does anybody else do anything creative? Oh, yeah. Definitely. My little sister, too. Like, my mom, she's a part of management for mm. me. So, you know, we all, we all in the business. It's a whole working family. Like, the reason why I'm out here, the reason why I do what I do is for my family. So, yeah. How's your family feel about how crazy things have gone? Is it kind of mind-blowing for them, coming from a little bit more humble upbringing? Yeah. I mean, everybody's happy. Like, yeah, everybody's happy, proud. Yeah, we happy, man. Like, just got to keep working, keep grinding, because yeah. it don't stop here. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, we trying to trying to buy houses. Like, we trying to get to that level. Like, mm. you know, so we still going. Wealthy L.A. family. Like, your kids Facts. will just Facts. only know Calabasas. They won't I know. know anything. It's so crazy. Because <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I feel about living in the hills. I think I'd rather live in Calabasas. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't know. It's a big decision to make. I don't know. Like, the hills is nice to have a crib, but I don't know if I'd, like, live in the hills. I, I will always say, like, to an artist, like, well, I mostly deal with, like, rappers who have security concerns. But I'm always like, bro, just you need to be out in the hills. You need to move to Calabasas, whatever you just got to get away from all the bullshit. But then at the same time, I feel like when people move away from like all their cultural influences, that can sometimes be bad. You're saying like versus like in L.A. or just anywhere? like, oh, right, I'm friends with this kid, Pompano Randy, who he raps a little bit, but he's mostly like an Instagram comedian. And he's like he's in the hood. And that's why his Instagram is so good, because he mm. makes all these videos just doing shit on the street. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like if he were to move out here and just in be like posted up in the mansion, it's kind of like like I love Chief Keep. But when he moved out here, his music became a different thing once he was like in the mansion as opposed to like on the block. You got to just be smart, man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because when you're in the hood, you know what I'm saying? That's where all these rappers be dying in their own hood. You know what I'm saying? Which is sad. So We're at Rolling Loud. You got to be smart about that. I mean, Rolling Loud was the biggest shit show of just every oh, rapper putting their life on the line. It was, we had, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it was, was a crazy wild. day. With did the that rain delaying shit. Yeah, did that kind of feel like a weird, like, everything coming around? Like, to be able to perform in that environment versus, like, that's where you grew up? Um, I mean, I know, right? It was wild. It was a wild day. I mean, it was just culture. Like, everybody was there. Everybody was trying to get fucked up. Everybody was trying to just go crazy. Like, that's really what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I think I saw, like, 10 people dying rolling loud. Oh, yeah. that crowd coming out, like, with the paramedics, like, just seeing people pass out pass and, like, out. in the crowd, like, because it's just crazy, like. Yeah, I, I, I was up on stage with Pump, and they're just bringing. You remind me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. They were bringing kids out of on the stretcher like over and over, yeah. like probably like at least like fifteen kids yeah, during his performance. You, it, was crazy. it was hot though, so it, it makes sense. Like especially if you're drunk and then you hot and then you jumping around and there's mad people around you. Like, I seen yeah. dudes getting squished like 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 halfway over the rail and they and the security trying to lift them you up. You saw and they, they like had a them. golf cart. Yeah, stole <laughs> someone stole it. Yeah. And Somebody they were riding through the crowd. That shit was crazy. Did you see that naked white Did guy getting naked? wrestled down? Yep. <laughs> I just seen the video. I'm still trying to wrap my head around what happened, how that happened. It looked like Randy from Trailer Park Boys, to be honest with you. And was like, fuck it. It just didn't even look like a dude who would be at Rolling Loud in general. He looked like this fat, random ass white guy. Like, butt naked. Fascinating. Speaking of Rolling Loud, you guys want some Bear Woods? I got a whole bunch of blunts on me right now. I don't know if you guys want to go with the giant one or if you just want to fuck with the regular ones. I don't I know want if you the could. giant one. Okay, yeah. there you go. See, that's my kind of woman. She wants to go for the, the big dog. Oh, yeah. Damn, this is fire. Yeah, no doubt. Shout out to our uh, sponsor, Bearwoods, coming through with the pack right here. You guys smoke Jewels? Jewels? What is that? The Jewel, like the e-cigarette the e thing? No. Because uh, uh, yeah. I, I got the Jewel, like, Jewel, jewel pods that you can put oh, in that cool. thing. Oh, like in the pen I guarantee you guys oh, yeah. have friends who smoke Jewels. All right, cool. The Jewel oh, yeah. shit took over the world. 
Yeah, that shit fire. Interesting. You ever do a meet and greet? If if one person gets their, their jewel signed, then everybody's getting their jewel signed <laughs> after that. Because <laughs> everyone really has a jewel. Are we sparking this up right now? Yeah, go for it. Are you going to smoke too? Anybody got a lighter? Y'all get high as shit. I ain't going to smoke this one. I sparked that one with you. That right, shit here. There you go. Okay. Where just, do I hit this from? Okay, so what you got to like do. like a cigar? Yeah, you got to like poke a little hole like in the part where you hit it. And then oh, you just okay. light the other end. And yeah. you probably got to suck really hard at first to get it going. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure. So, man, have you always been a gym rat? Because I was checking your story out today, and you were going hard. You were in the stairwell. You were man, going hard, bro. It's anytime I'm in LA and I got time, that's where I really take my time to, like, mm. train. Because I got a trainer, so I'll be on the road. I don't work out at all. Like, I knew you had a trainer because I'm like, there's no way she's in the stairwell yeah, doing squats by herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely got a trainer. Shout out to Will. Shit. I know. I'm, yeah, I like to, you know what I'm saying, have those abs looking good. You know what I'm saying? Was that always part of the... Growing up as a dancer thing that you were just like hella physical? Nah. Um, I've always been in shape, like, you know what I'm saying? Because I've always danced, but training, like, I just got with my trainer. Like, when I signed a Def Jam, that's when I started working with him. Mm. So that's when I've been like, real on it. That's a weird position to be in when you start looking at your career and you're like, damn, I got to be in shape because my career is going to be fucked up if I'm not. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> For a girl, at least, because nowadays you could look crazy and be good. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's like that for females, though, right? Well, for men, it you was- mean? For men, for sure, they'd be like the ugliest rappers. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, they're more popping because they're ugly. Like, it don't yeah. make no sense. But girls can't do that, right? Welcome to the patriarchy. <laughs> no, but then, you know what? That's the crazy thing about it, though, is that you can kind of tell when a rapper's career starts getting fucked up because they'll go and get buff. Because they start thinking, like, maybe if I'm hot, then people will fuck yeah, with me again. like Sam Smith. <laughs> he lost that weight. Did he? Yeah. I, there's a, been a lot of dudes. Like, I remember when Paul Wall came out or when OJ the Juice Band came out. They come out as fat dudes, and then they start to realize, like, oh, shit, like, maybe my music isn't going to be popular forever. I, I got to get a six-pack. I got to get hot. Yeah. You know? It kind of makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Especially, maybe, too, just being, like, on camera all the time, mm. like, video, probably makes you be, like... Damn, I need to lose some weight. Yeah, and, and just in, in general, when you start thinking about how much people judge each other on how they look, it's really fucked up, but it's really such a giant thing. Like I, I always think about the imp from uh, Game of Thrones, and you just, just treated like a piece of, of shit his whole life. You haven't watched it? No, it's fire. Oh, it's so good. It takes a minute to get into, right? Yeah, my girlfriend made me watch like a whole season before I started to really like appreciate it. Okay, I gotta do that then. Yeah, you gotta like watch break it. past that wall of like, why the fuck am I watching all these knights and shit? And just like the story yeah, is like, so that's crazy. That's not my type of vibe, but people say it's crazy. So. You got any TV show preferences? Anything in particular you watch? I like the Stranger Things. Okay. That's it. That was fire. I liked. I liked. Um. I like Power. Let me hit it. I gotta get Power. Oh, yeah. You guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. Ooh, Power. You know what I just watched? Like, and just finished the season of you. Have you heard of that? It's like some crazy stalker guy like falls in love with this girl and then like he ends up dating her and like it's just like he starts killing everybody around her. That's like. That's like bad for her in his eyes and shit. And like. It feels bad. like so many of these popular TV shows these days are about murderers. Breaking Bad was my shit. Breaking Bad was Breaking the Bad best. Was that, was fire, shit. Yeah. that was a life changing experience. <laughs> yeah. Season in like a yeah, week Breaking or two. Because that shit was long too. Yeah. Even uh, what's the other one with different episodes? Black Mirror? Black Mirror is fire. That's pretty cool. <laughs> but the final, like the movie final season only has three episodes. Oh, yeah. So, of Breaking Bad? Oh, no, of uh, Black Mirror. 
back oh. in the day. Yeah. And actually, yeah. I watched Breaking Bad like religiously, but then I never really got into the Better Call Saul, which is like the yeah, prequel either. series. I, don't ever get I never into, got like, into the that either. Extra stuff that comes out after. Yeah. My girl watches Game of Thrones and then she listens to Game of Thrones podcast about <laughs> the episode that she just watched. Oh, I haven't been able to get into that. Yeah. Mm. That's a little too deep for me. It's like, I'm just going to watch it and just yeah. not think about it after. Yeah. yeah. Medieval shit. Yeah. <laughs> Dragons. <laughs> what uh, what collaborations do you have on the way? Because I noticed that you were with uh, Yellow Beezy the other day on the gram as well. Yeah, he just hopped on my record. Diamonds on me is hella fire. Mm. Fire. I'm about to drop. Uh, today I'm about to drop a project called Pressure. Um, eight songs in like next next month. I'm just getting everything together, and um, my mama keep calling me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I got Yada Beezy on that one. I got Russ and Boogie, Westside Boogie on. Whoa. On another one, it's that's called Pressure, like the main song. You said Russ. Yeah. How'd you meet Russ? So, me and him have just been IG friends. I think every collab I've ever had, we just were IG friends first. Uh -huh. Unless like we met like YBN, I met him like at a bowling alley at Penn's. So he. <laughs> <laughs> Typical 18-year-old thing to you know do at the bowling alley. <laughs> That's my homie. Um, Russ, like, we had just been IG friends, and, like, he like, liked all my stuff, and I liked his stuff, like, and then people would always say, like, we need to collab for some reason, like, maybe because they saw him on my gram or something, but they would always write in the comments, and then I was in Atlanta, and he stays in Atlanta, so I think um, he ended up hitting me up, or I hit him up or something, I was like, yo, pull up. I was in the studio recording, but I was in, like, a house studio. And he pulled up on me, and he was mad cool, man. It was my first time meeting him. I I played him a whole bunch of joints, and he was like, "This one's crazy. I want to get on this one." And that's the one that Boogie was already on. So, so then Westside Boogie. Yeah. Wow, that's fucking dope too. Honestly, Honestly I was already like, "Yo, what do you and Russ sound like together?" But then you throw Boogie in the no, mix. No, Boogie's crazy. Boogie is amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I'm actually uh, popping out to, on him tonight. Oh really? Uh, I'm gonna do a little baby real quick. He told me to pop out. Oh, he has a show tonight. The Roxy. Oh, that's sick as fuck. Yeah. I interviewed him like over two years ago. Mm. It's weird. Weirdly early on that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta do him now. No, that's crazy. So yeah. the little baby remix though was mm -hmm. that that was always in your head that you wanted to it get little baby on it. Yeah. I actually saved the um. I remember that. Shit I saved too. the MP3 as Lil Baby featuring Lil Baby. It's crazy because I went to uh, Atlanta and I heard Lil Baby in the club. This was before he was like. I mean, I'm sure he was popping in Atlanta. Mm. Like he didn't really get going until like about a year ago. So, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, and I heard him and I was like, "Who is this? This is crazy." And this was before I made Lil Baby, so. I was like, I shazammed it, and I was like, damn, who's this? He's fire. Shout out to the shazammers out you know there. I'm, I'm one of them, too. You are? You got to hear that new shit. You'd be like, what is this? You yeah, know? There's no way I'm remembering this. You're just putting yeah. your phone up at the sky. Snapchat, got it on lock, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, and then I ended up putting a video after I had put Lil Baby out, and I was like, tag Lil Baby if you want him on the remix. It was like me dancing to like one of Lil Baby's songs, like just doing a little selfie video. And he ta and he replied and was like, "Let's get it." Right. Yeah. So. That's pretty amazing, honestly. He's so, um, he's so fucking talented. No, he's fire. He's mad <laughs> young too. Yeah. Crazy. I seen your grandma on your story, so you are like super, <laughs> super tight knit with he the was whole. Looking at my story today. I was. I did a story <laughs> review for sure. Yeah. I may or may not be on it right now doing a kendama trick as well. I don't oh know. wow, that's crazy. Yeah. It's the weed. <laughs> it's the weed. Um, but wait, so your grandma and everybody's out here? You just are like super. You have the whole yeah, family out my here. My mom and dad have been married for like thirty years. Like it's crazy. And then my grandma, I don't have no more grandfathers. They both passed away. Mm. And then my and my abuela, my two abuelas, my they're still there, you know. Oh yeah. And my just one is here, my mom's mom. She's older. She got like Alzheimer's, so she like oh, going. Really? Yeah, so it's like I always gotta like see her. 
I come out here because I don't be out here that much. So really, you're just on the road that much? Yeah, I haven't been home since like tour. Literally, Damn. like I've been home, but like it's been home where it's like real quick. Well, it was a day or two. Yeah, yeah a day or two. Yeah. Like it's wild. Right, how do you feel about that? That speed of that lifestyle? Um, it's cool. I'm 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 with it. Like honestly, like. It's fun to me. I like traveling. I like, you know what I'm saying? We go to lit places. Like we were just in Puerto Rico, Hawaii, Miami. So I don't I don't really I like I don't mind it at all. I get tired, of mm. course. Like I I be getting sick sometimes, but I'm good. Like I'm ready for it. I think I was built for this, like, you know. Definitely. Who are the artists people compare you to? Mm. Okay, so I've gotten a couple. I've gotten female Sway Lee. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> just funny. like melodies and stuff. I could hear the comparison. That's um, a good compliment. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, I've gotten female Chris Brown for okay. sure. I've gotten Aaliyah. Um I've gotten Rihanna sometimes. Um I've, I feel like from the label perspective, they're like, if we do this right, this yeah, is our Rihanna. Ariana Grande? No, our Rihanna. Oh, like, our like Rihanna. that they yeah. could kind of they see her potential Baby and they're Riri. like, dude, she mm-hmm. she could be that. I see it too. I'm like, if I were at the label, I'd be like, I get it. I I, yeah. I see the vision. Yeah. No facts. That's that's the goal. She's one of my like biggest inspirations. She's just a boss woman. I like her music is so dope, but then also just like the the her the vibe. image, the vibe, yeah. everything about She's it is star, crazy. Like, fuck yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel about myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I see it too for sure. Yeah. So yeah, um, shoot, who else have I been compared to? I've, I've gotten, I've gotten, I've gotten Travis Scott vibes before. I ain't go friend. I like that you just fire. so casually just throw all these like male rap performers in your. You're not gonna be limited to like, oh, I gotta be like girls. Oh yeah, no, nah, no, nah. I like that because I think my music guys could listen to it and females, so it's like both. Mm. I love making music for everybody, like you know. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any like rappers that you've been listening to in particular that you could see yourself working well together uh, um. that you haven't worked with yet? <clears throat> I want to work with Roddy Rich. Mm. We already exchanged like email. I mean, not emails, numbers and stuff. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But um, I want to work with Gunna. <clears throat> Damn. <laughs> Shotty Roddy Rich. Uh, he was in the studio. We was in the studio the day in Miami too. Dude, he's super fire. Yeah, he's fire. Yeah, he's super. crazy. He can tell you focus and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you smoke a lot of weed. Yeah. <laughs> this is a pretty big blunt. Let's be real with you. It's like this. This could do damage on it, and it's got keef all over the outside too, which is like people underestimate how much gnarlier that makes it. Actually, I kind of feel bad for my next from? interview because I'm gonna be high as shit. I'm from uh, right outside Boston. Oh, cool. Yeah, and north. I live in Brooklyn from like 19 to 27, and then I've been out here ever since. I'm 35 now, so I'm in LA like eight years. Nice. That's like me. Nice. But weird butt of like combination, all these different places. Mm-hmm. It's like, what do you claim? What do you claim? <laughs> well, sports. Well, I think of myself as being from like the Boston area. Because I like actually grew up there, you know. <laughs> My parents would probably be really angry if I wore a Lakers hat or a New York hat or something like that. <laughs> That's funny. Like my mom cries when the when the Sox <laughs> win or lose like every b- baseball game. Like that's Yankee mm-hmm. Boston that rivalry right there is crazy. She that cries. Is, that cries your eyes out. But you know what the weird thing is? Is think about this. Like literally, if you are are wearing a Yankees hat or like a Yankees shirt and you go to a bar in Boston. You could get thrown out of the bar. Really? You could get the, yeah, you could get yeah, the shit beat out of you. Like they take that shit real serious. It depends on what kind of bar you go into. Yeah. If you go to certain types of bars in Boston, you are definitely gonna get beat up or stabbed if you're wearing Yankee shit. Meanwhile, there is nowhere in New York that you could go wearing Boston shit where anybody is even gonna look at you twice because they don't give a fuck. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. New Yorkers don't give a shit because they're the they're the winners. Boston, we're the losers. Oh, we lost shit. all these millions so y'all of just fucking. Bitter. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, myself, I don't really give a fuck, that but in sucks. a weird 
weird way, it feels like Boston is like the sports team gang that I grew up with, even though, you know, you can't switch your gang later in life, you know? Shit, I remember when I used to live in Louisiana, like the LSU, like go football tailgating and shit. Mm. That shit used to be crazy. Like Alabama, LSU, really? mad fights in the streets when like they would beat Louisiana. <laughs> what were you doing out there? I was doing construction out there for like two years. Really? Yeah. And my dad. It was ripe out there? Baton Rouge. It's crazy. Yeah, they went out there to pay for everything we were doing out here in L.A. Because my mom moved out for me. The girl was in a group group with, and then my little sister. So we were in a one-bedroom apartment. My dad, like, my dad, he had, like, a watch collection. Like, he loved watches. And he sold all his watches just so we could get acting classes. Like, Holy shit. Yeah, like... That was he crazy. sold the Patek. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Like dad had a bus a, down. Yeah, my dad wow. was working like wow. So your, your too, family like, really sacrificed to everything. support your career. They believed in you that much. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it, it's like, it, like I feel, you know, I'm responsible. Like we gotta, we gotta make it. Like you know what I'm saying? That's how we Shout are. Out this summer, we we gonna go crazy. That's nah, that yeah, attitude. Yeah. That's the attitude that you're gonna win with, though. Is just feeling Facts. like your back is against the wall. Like you have Facts. to do this. Facts. But I just think that's interesting. And that your parents like believed in you before, like people in the music industry recognize your talent and shit like that. I know, right? Because right? guys, especially out here, you gotta prove to everybody that you fire. Like it's wild. Big I time. remember people because I've been here for a minute, so I know a lot of people. Since I was sixteen, people know me, so it's just funny. <laughs> and it's, it's crazy. Uh, it's and I don't want to come off as disrespectful, but it must be crazy being a female artist because let's be real. There's a lot of female artists that are being pushed upon us by the industry who maybe they look good, but they're not really talented or anything. And that's the thing right. that stands out with you like crazy right away is that like, holy shit, this girl's like really, really good. Hey, thank you. I appreciate that. You know, I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. Like, yeah, I ain't gonna say nothing. I don't. I don't ever talk shit about nobody. If you had an opportunity to get a feature from Nikki or Cardi, which one are you gonna go with? Cardi. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Dominican girl. What? That makes sense to me. Yeah. And not, and not even that. I just fuck with Cardi. She's just fire. Like she just mm. does yeah. her. Like she don't care. That's she, a problem she for these other girls. Like, is that she's so likable? She's so fucking charismatic. That's, That's what you gotta do too to win as an artist. Like you uh-huh. gotta make sure people fuck with you because even if you're putting out dope shit, like. Anybody could put dope shit out, but to last, like, mm. it's literally like having a set of people that care about what you're saying. Exactly. In your music. Yeah. If people don't fuck with you, like, what you gonna care about? Yeah. You could say that, but anybody could say that. Making a dope song is like only one tiny step of the nah, way. Facts, like, especially like to stay in the game. You could make a hit, mm. like, you know what I'm saying? But to stay in it and become like a Rihanna, like a platform, like, mm. you gotta. Make sure people fuck with you. It's crazy to think of, like, once you get to being the size of Ariana, though, is that what, what does she do? She pulls back. She very rarely, almost ever gives the I public know. anything of herself. I know. Like, if she were to make, like, but the most, can. like, you you could she, do fucking 80 Instagram though. stories today. Nobody's going to think twice about it. If Rihanna did one, we would Facts. all be tripping. It would be on mm-hmm. People magazine. Yeah. It would be everything. If she made an Instagram story where she said, hey, fuck this dude or whatever, like, yeah, anything. Yeah, but, people, everybody would be talking about it. You know, like, it's weird. Like people end up pulling back. I guess Cardi is kind of like uh, like an exception to that rule because she's very out there. But even her, she seems like she kind of pulls back as mm-hmm. she gets bigger because she realizes. I mean, that's how she made it though. Just showing people how, like, who she was. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, just putting those organic ass like videos up, just her talking and just being her. Like that shit went up. Mm. Definitely. So oh the summer, it's going down. You got big, big plans. 
Yes, I got big, big plans, man. My music that I have all in my phone that I wish I could just leak right now is just <laughs> incredible. <laughs> nah, my shit is fire. Like, I'm really excited to, like, put my music out. I'm working on a project called Pressure. It's pretty much done already. So I'm going to just drop that, just drop a quick little eight piece, and then I'm working on my album. So oh, yeah. working on my album and just getting in my bag, you know? That's what's up. Do you feel like, do you need... A song or a single that's gonna be as big as Lil Baby if mm. if you're gonna put the album out that's like pressure is, right there right uh, yeah are you are you like focused on that like pressure. like you need to make a massive song to follow that up um, I've so this is a question that's like so I had a meeting one time and like this guy was like you got it like what's next though everybody's literally waiting what's next like he made me feel so much pressure <laughs> I was just like damn like. Mm. That's that's kind of crazy though to think about. Like I had a hit song. Like now, like literally, people waiting what's next. So I gotta come with it. But to be honest, for me, I feel like I've built like just even me like having a tour and like seeing a lot of people there. Just like I really like felt like damn, like I'm good. All I gotta keep doing is putting out fire ass albums. And if a single pops, like we lit. Mm. But I'm still good at, at the end of the day. Like I'm good. But in mine, of course, like what's up next hit? Like Lil mm. Baby was a smash, and I see how people react to it. So. It's like, I got to keep, you know what I'm saying? I keep that in mind, but like, you make know, a smash. <laughs> you know what's a good thing, though, too, is that yeah. it's like, yeah, it was a smash, but it wasn't, like, Old Town Road. It was still, like, it's not something that, like, yeah. sent you into outer space yeah. because I feel like that happens to artists now. Yeah. now. Like, like, think about the pressure that's on Lil Nas X after that. I know, you know? I feel bad for him. But I, I heard his new stuff is, like, all country too. trap, so that's kind of fire. That's, like, he could have his own lane if he goes there. I mean, people are definitely paying attention, yeah. for sure. Yo, it's just a know? lot of pressure to deliver, you know? Yeah, Crazy. Story in Miami. I was on FaceTime with my sister, and I'm like talking to her, and I'm like this, and like behind the line, I'm like, I like, I'm, I look back, I'm like, oh shit, is how you say his name again? Lil Nas X. Lil Nas. I was like, yo, what up, bro? I'm talking to my sister. They said what's up to each other, and yeah. I, I just seen him behind the line where my, I was, I was just buying some clothes somewhere, and it was like, I saw him right there. I was like, yeah. oh shit. Holy shit. And my DJ, my old DJ Broadway DJ's for him now. So yeah. it's like funny, it's cool. Like, wow. yeah, it's a dope yeah. vibe. He's had a wild like two months. <laughs> like, it's not crazy. Did you see he had like $5 before Lil Nas or before Old Town? I That's believe crazy. it. That's crazy. That is wild. That's wild. So, you, are you on board for like all the tours that she's on and everything like that? You guys got this new video out, by the way, too. Hey. We, got, we got to talk about that. I really <laughs> Hey, look at their faces. The Is that the first visual that you guys did together? Like, first music video? So, right? That's a big decision as a brother and sister, you know. It was Dang, like when you present this to the world, you know. Dang, it is. That wow. is the first visual. I'm there, sure you've yeah. been in my videos, though. You yeah, were I've been in, in her videos. Little baby and stuff, but that was but our first together. collab, I think. Like, yeah. Like we have another song, <laughs> Yo No Se, in Spanish too. But mm -hmm, we haven't shot a video to that yet, though. That shit fire. But, yeah, um, it's in Spanish. It's like a trap out. Spanish song. Look at their face. That shit just dropped today. That shit hard. Go check. Yeah. Go, that shit hard. Go check that out. Oh, yeah, definitely. Brandon yeah, Pills, Danny Lay. But me and my brother, we made it. Oh my god, this is such an adorable friendship. Yeah. Oh, I know. I would say music definitely brought us closer. Like it got it. Like it was a hobby for both of us. So it's kind of like he he be writing with me all the time. Like we be yeah. in the studio together you all the time. Be, you know what I'm saying, yeah. motivating each other type shit. Facts. 
Definitely. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> Damn, I'm, this, this blunt is crazy. I'm so high right That blunt is like the story no of this like, interview. It's like shit. us yeah, getting like, stupid yeah. high. Yeah, I can't even smoke that shit. No more. Shout out to Bear Woods. I'm lit. Holy fuck. You know, I was thinking about in the middle of this too. I was like, you know, this podcast is like a weed smoking podcast. Like if, if they don't you smoke weed, do not always, but it kind of stands out when do they that. don't. You should always do it. I mean, a lot of people just don't smoke weed. But if they can, they definitely abuse the like fucking privilege. Weed. Yeah, but then you get these neurotic people here and there that don't, you know? Yeah, I feel you. No, yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> damn. Yeah. I, hit it I mean, my girlfriend don't smoke weed, so it's kind of <laughs> like, you know, she, she one time like, we were with Pump in the back of his fucking sprinter, and she, oh, had, she, she, she tried to get out of the sprinter, and there's like six bodyguards that are like, no, 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 you're not allowed to get out right now. She's like, actually, <laughs> oh. like, this is hell for me. Like, I'm getting way <laughs> oh, too high here. Damn. That shit must be a hot box. No, yeah, it was bad, yeah. Crazy. Pump smokes an ignorant amount of weed. It's actually annoying for pretty yeah, much anybody. Yeah, I don't smoke that much. Like, oh, okay. I don't smoke crazy, yeah, yeah. yeah. I only honestly, I be smoking just like when I'm with people. Mm. I be smoking sometimes by myself, but you know. Sometimes. I have a problem with getting too high. Like before interviews, I always say I'm not gonna smoke, and then people start smoking. I'm like, all right, give it here, and I was getting like fucking <laughs> super fried. If you see it, you're like, ah, uh, yeah. Let me just. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's kind of a thing. It is. All right, kids, stay off drugs, stay on the cush. <laughs> shout out to Bearwoods for this experience. Uh, <laughs> shout out my man Kevin for uh, making this interview pop off too. Uh, by the way, how long? How long you been managing you? Or um, helping out with your career. I mean, I just you know we just Lindsay, he's, he's cool with my brother, but oh, okay. you know what I'm saying. Oh, so. just, okay. Well, yeah, I shouldn't get into the intricacies <laughs> of business on here okay. anyway. We cool. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. Um, yeah. Danny Lay, appreciate you coming on the show. It's been a great experience. This is to learn about the family. Yeah, hey. for sure. You want to uh, throw your social medias out there too, just for the yes. people out there. I am Danny Lay. Yo, I am Danny Lee. Hey, what's good? It's your boy Brandon Pills. You already know. <coughs> That's facts. All right, I'm getting a little <laughs> cotton mouth here. All right, no jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes.